This episode is brought to you by our brand new Patreon. You can find us out at you can find us at patreon.com slash curlycriticspod. From WBNE. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Jade. And we're the Curly Critics, and today we're talking about New Girl Season 2. Yeah, we are. We really need to come up with a better intro for you. I can't. I don't. I just say random things. I know. I can't go off of a script. That's not. Okay. Never mind. Sorry, I I mentioned it. No, we can't. (sighs) Okay. This season (laughs) (laughs) is the longest season with 25 episodes. (sighs) I felt like it. Oh, yikes. I love, well, I don't love this, but we tried really hard to start this ep- this season early in the week, so we didn't end up watching all of the episodes the day we recorded, and then here we are. I watched six episodes today. At least we didn't watch 20. That's true. I did do that last week. Yeah. It was... Still a lot, but not as much. I just, at the beginning of our podcasting experience, we were doing so good. I was, like, finishing the things that we were going to record, like, multiple days before we did it. And now, like, three weeks in a row, I've finished the thing that we're doing for the podcast, like, two hours before we record. You've been doing this the whole time, so. Yeah. I've just caught up to you. (laughs) Now we're both slackers. Yeet. I also have a almost full-time job, but... <laughs> I'm just a mess. <laughs> Help. I'm barely taking full-time for school, and I'm working less than full-time. Less than part-time. I'm working like six hours a week. SOS. We need assistance. I am poor and a disaster. <sighs> That's the premise of New Girl. Honestly, yeah. (laughs) This episode starts, or the season starts with Jess losing her job. Yeah. And spiraling out of control. And then it ends with Cece almost getting married. Yeah. And Nick and Jess running away together. Yeah. This season was Nick's season. Oh, yeah. Like, the amount of episodes that were just, like, Nick-focused. I love that for him. I do. I do, too. Like, the first season was Jess. This one was Nick. I'm interested to see if the next one is going to be somebody else. Yeah, I can't remember that far ahead. I can't either. It's going to be... <laughs> Catch back I in feel in two like weeks. It's... I feel like it's Schmidt. Because of the triangle, you know? Ugh, the triangle. (laughs) I have a lot of thoughts about that. This season has the legendary got me cookie, got you cookie line. (laughs) There's so many good quality gifts from season one and season two alone. I forget, like, all of the, most of the iconic Nick lines are from the first two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And I forget about that because the later seasons are like 
better. Mm-hmm. And, like, because it's, like, oh, like, by season five, they've been doing this for five years. Everybody knows their characters well. The writers know what they're doing. Like, everybody's, we've got the groove of the show. Mm-hmm. But Nick is really great right at the beginning. Yeah. So, who is the best season two character? Oh, no. Um... I want to say Tran just because I think that's hilarious but honestly I really do think it's Nick I think he does a lot of growth just because of what he's had to go through as a character he went through like a crazy breakup he's gone through several crazy relationships He's just trying to find himself. He's mad at his dad. Oh no, his dad's dead now. And (laughs) just like trying to figure it out, man. Yeah, I was going to say Nick too. Just like this, the episodes in the season intentionally focus a lot on Nick. Yeah. And so it's hard to be like, Nick's not the best character, but he is. Yeah. Also, you can't just choose Jess every season, but I will. And you can't choose Winston every season, which is my second choice. Mm. Yeah, my second choice is Jess, just because she, like, lays down the law this season. She does a lot of yelling at them and, like, (laughs) nagging at them, and I love that. She's like, no, like, having a period, that's my thing. Like, we're not going to screw around in this loft. Like, this is my turf. <laughs> I love how so Jess has really grown into her relationship with these guys at this point. Yeah. Like, they've she known each other not for years. Afraid. Jess shows up. The first season, she's kind of like, ah, I'm Jess. Second season, she's like, you guys are all trash. You all suck. You need to get your lives under control. And then they do the same to her. Yeah. Which is really nice because none of them really have it together. Even Schmidt, who by appearances only has it together, still lives in a loft with three other people. Honestly, yeah. I love that whenever Jess does something that's like out of control or like ridiculous, Winston and Schmidt are just like, Nick, fix this. (laughs) Like they don't even try. Which is the dumbest thing in the world, because, like, Nick is so dumb. (laughs) I don't know. Like, oh, the least qualified person to do this. Fix it. Okay. This was a good season for Nick and Jess. Oh, yeah. It literally started off the season with... Nick yelling at Jess to comfort her. Like, that's uh, yeah. the best. Just their whole friendship this season. Like, I know they, like, end up together at the end. I don't know why I said then quotes. They end up together in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see the quotes, but... But their friendship this whole time, like, I don't even know what happened. Oh, yeah, the first season, he's like, first episode... I'm getting my show name. 
title things confused. I can't. What are we doing? <laughs> the first episode, Nick is like yelling at her because she's like, you're not nice to me. Stop being nice to me. And then the next one is where Jess is spiraling out of control because she doesn't have a job and Winston and Schmidt are like, Nick, fix her. And then the next episode is the one where Jess is like sleeping with Sam and needs a fluffer. And so Nick keeps doing boyfriend things for her. And he's like, oh, I can't do boyfriend things from her. But like, he's in love with her. Yeah. And just... Like, literally, (laughs) I don't know which fork to kill myself with. (laughs) Like, And then like... I wrote on episode six that this is the reason that Nick and Nick, Jess and Nick are superior. And then episode seven, I live for Jess and Nick fighting. Yes. Just like every single episode is great Nick, great Jess and Nick. Mm-hmm. That's what I think when I first started watching, that's what really got me hooked. It wasn't so much like the funny one-liners or the... The plot, whatever. It was more, oh my gosh, these two are amazing best friends. They have such good chemistry. And I really appreciate the way that they, like, slow burned into relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, they're best friends, and we see that for the first half of the season about how great friends they are. And then they kiss... And then it's a whole, like, ten more episodes Mm -hmm. before they, like, get together. Because they both just are like, oh, we like each other. But they're also just two disasters of of people who have to, like, work out their issues before they can be like, okay, I like you. Let's date. Mm -hmm. And then even then, the first episode of season three is them going to Mexico together because they're, they're a disaster even together. Boy, I love that episode. It has one of my favorite plot points in it. I'm not going to spoil it. I just, I love that episode. It's very important to me. (laughs) Check back in in two weeks to see that. (laughs) Yeah. Get ready. So the season two couples... We have Schmidt and his boss, which was a train wreck. Mm. We have Jess and Sam. We have Nick and Angie, Cece and Robbie, Winston and Daisy, Cece and Shivrang, and Jess and Nick. And uh, Schmidt and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about those disasters. <laughs> Good night. So, Schmidt and his boss existed solely so that Schmidt could remember that he liked Cece. Yeah. His boss comes up to him and goes, I want to have sex with you. Sign this contract. And then they have sex and then she's like, it's not working for me. We don't have a connection. And then Schmidt is like, I have to be in love with the person that I have sex. And then they break up and then he's like... He says, um, 
Where is the quote that I wrote down? Oh, I think I may have been in love with CC. You think? And then, like, he, like, says this to Nick and Jess, and then they go, you think you are in love with CC at the same time? <laughs> and I just love that for them. Yeah. And then Jess and Sam. <sighs> I don't hate Sam. No. I just don't love Sam. I, I wish their relationship he's... had started out better. He plays the character as being really dumb, but he's a doctor. He's really smart. Right. So that episode is the second episode we're introduced to Sam. And so Jess is all sad because she doesn't have a job. And so she goes to a bar and this guy walks up to her and is like, are you Katie? And she's like, you're hot. Yes, I'm Katie. And so then they, like, start this, like, physical relationship. And they're, like, both lying to each other. And then eventually it comes out that, like, Jess is not really Katie and all of these things. But then they're like, oh, let's keep going. Let's not oh, date. Let's also, just... Olaf's in that episode. Yes. <laughs> Josh Gad is in that episode. <laughs> no, I'm pretty club. sure it's Olaf. His name is Bearclaw. His name is Olaf. He's kind of a disaster. Which is common theme in this show. On brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, in that episode, Jess asks Nick to set her up with one of the delivery guys. Mm-hmm. And then Nick sets her up with the wrong delivery guy. Olaf. Sets her up with Bearclaw. Or Olaf, if you want to be specific. I didn't want to out a secret identity. It's not a secret. It's Olaf. Josh Gad anyway. is his secret identity. <laughs> uh, anyway, Sam and Jess keep going until Halloween when Jess is like, was it Halloween that they broke up? I don't know. Yeah. Jess is like, I want to be in an actual relationship with you. And he goes, No, that's not a good idea. And then at Christmas, he like comes after her and is like, No, I actually want to be with you. And then they keep dating until Nick kisses Jess. Mm hmm. And then he gets upset and they break up. I, I like him. I wish you hadn't been such a jerk at the beginning. Yeah, it just... The way he plays the character really is frustrating to me because you would never see him as a doctor because he's just so dumb. Like, even when Jess is just normally talking to him, he's like, oh, do you mean like... Like this? And I'm like... Shut up. Yeah, I feel like they only wrote him in to be a doctor so he could be somebody that Jess would, like, fall in love with. Yeah, and that's really frustrating. Especially since the next person she dates is Nick. (laughs) It's just... It's dumb. I don't know. I think he's fine. Like, he's not the worst... 
He's not the best either. <laughs> yeah. Who did I have next? Nick and Angie. <laughs> Good lord. This Nick and Angie are completely unnecessary. Yeah. They're like ridiculously pointless. They were they just, just like, oh. needed a Nick plot point for that yeah. episode. They were like, oh, Nick hasn't had a girlfriend in a while. Let's, like, randomly write this stripper in for him to date. She's literally in two episodes. Three episodes. Yeah. They start dating because Nick sees them at the bar and is like, oh, you're cute. Let's date. And then they're dating for the Christmas episode. And then they break up in the next episode because Nick is getting too committed for her. Yep. That was a sad episode. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then we have Cece and Robbie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie is quite an enigma. I don't I like Robbie a lot. <laughs> he's He's just really funny. And he brings out a good dynamic in Schmidt. Like, later on, after Cece and Robbie break up, and it's, like, Robbie and Schmidt, like, teaming up to try and get Cece back. That, like, scene, like, those, like, scenes of them doing that are, like, some of the best in the whole season. Yeah. Yeah, so Robbie is Cece's rebound from Schmidt. Yeah. And they date... For a while. When did they break up? Uh, the zoo. Okay, yeah, episode nine. This is the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Cece and Jess take a test to see how many eggs they have left, like how many years of fertility they have left, and Cece finds out that she's like running out of time. Mm-hmm. And she is like, well, I guess I need to start settling down now. And Robbie doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that is actually a really good character choice for Cece. Mm-hmm. It, like, doesn't last. Yeah. Just, it only, like, lasts for this season, pretty much. Because she doesn't get married until, like, season six right yeah like near the end of the show but like i think that's like it was a good it was a solid thing running through this season where she was like dating robbie and like trying to get away from schmidt and then being like wait i need to settle down so i guess my parents need to arrange a marriage for me mm-hmm. and like that works cc and schmidt drove me absolutely insane in this season yeah, it just I really did feel like Robbie was a rebound. Like she never really cared about him all that much. Did did we ever even see them kiss? Like I don't think we did. I can't recall a time. I just feel like she was only defending Robbie because he was the rebound and she was like, no, I'm with him. Like, don't be mean to him. 
Like, she also, got a new puppy, and she didn't want Schmidt kicking it. Yeah. They also, like, they're both minor characters. And yeah. so, like, they're in the background for the most part. So, like, they're not that important. But I just love Cece, so I want to talk about her often. <laughs> Did they ever even hold hands? Like... <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't paying that much attention to them. I just, like... No, you have, you bring up a good point. But Schmidt in this season was the worst. Oh, yeah. He's always the worst. <laughs> I know. But he was, like, unbearable in this season. Yeah, he just couldn't because let it go. He's always had to have what he wants. Yeah, he spent the entire season pining over Cece. To the point of it being, like, gross. Yeah. And yeah, I just... and it was really frustrating when he finally was like, I want to have your kids, I'm in love with you, gets drunk with his boss, and screws everything up. And I'm like, you idiot. Yeah, that, like... He, like, went for it, and she, like, they're both in love with each other, and you know that through the whole time. And you know that this entire show. And then, he's like, let's do this, and then he screws it up, and then he doesn't even do anything about it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't change his attitude in any way, he doesn't change the way he acts, he just continues the act the same way, playing the, like, what was me, I guess, can't believe that CC doesn't like me. Yeah. Which is why I hate, and we can talk about this more next season, I hate what they do with Elizabeth and Cece. Yeah. Because Elizabeth was going to do so much good for Schmidt. I just hate how Schmidt is such a misogynist. Mm -hmm. Like, this whole season, and very much, like, I'm the most important here. Like, Cece should love me. Like, look at how great I am. Maybe not a misogynist. He's just a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And then Elizabeth, like, instantly humbles him. Yeah. And then immediately he starts dating two girls at once. Yeah. I think that was more for just the drama factor. Yeah, I just don't like... How long it's taking Schmidt to get his life under control. I think it's another one of those, though, where it's, oh, we're actually getting to see what's behind the curtain. We're getting to see, oh, he isn't actually under control, doesn't have his life together. He's falling apart just as much as everyone else. Right. But even, like, everybody else, we can see, we're watching them figure it out. Mm Mm-hmm. While Nick seems to be resorting backwards every season. Yeah. Like he's getting worse. I don't know. My friends really love Schmidt. I'm just really not feeling him right now. He's like... He's the not cute Joey. Yeah. You know, like it's the just... womanizer... But he's, like, smart and narcissistic, not dumb and cute and funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, his one-liners and the way he says things, like, chutney really just, ah. Oh. Yeah. 
he's like funny, but this season just resorted his character down to Schmidt like CC. That's it. It's the only plot point. Yeah. We're not giving him any more depth. Yeah. So I hope season three is Schmidt season because he needs this. Yeah. He needs some redemption. <laughs> Literally. I just scrolled past this line where Schmidt goes, Nick, where did you get these sheets? They have the thread count of a paper towel. <laughs> In the second episode, it's a, that's a jar. That's a jar for sure. And then Schmidt goes, I know. I already have the money out. <laughs> I love the subtle reminds or reminders to the jar. Yeah. Does anyone they have like, a jar? <laughs> they, like, throw them in right when you're, like, when you forget about it, and then they're like, remember this? <laughs> All right, that's a bowl for you. Yeah, and then later on they add an annoyance bowl for Jess, and everybody's like, oh, it just doesn't feel the same, and Schmidt is like, yes, it does. <laughs> she puts, like, it gives her so much joy. She's like, oh my gosh, okay. like that defeats the purpose of the bowl (laughs) oh see what other couples cc and robbie winston and daisy brenda song yes love brenda song oh yeah she's never led me astray in anything she's ever been no like i love all of the characters she plays yes so much depth. So much. Such a maze. Wow. But Daisy's really just in there because they were like, Winston needs somebody. Yeah. <laughs> All of Winston's relationships until we get to Allie are kind of the worst. Daisy's not that bad. Like, she teaches him how to flirt and just be comfortable being yeah. himself. I like how they got together, but once they're together, it's just kind of... They just kind of shove it off to the side because Nick and Jess are more of a thing. Yeah. Which I would rather watch Nick and Jess all day anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I wish Winston and Daisy really got it together. But this is what it is. Yeah. And then we have Cece and Chevrang. I never liked that. (laughs) I just, yes, cultural arranged marriage, and I know that's what Cece wanted to do to please her mom, but that isn't what she wanted, and then we find out that isn't what he wanted, and they barely knew each other, didn't really like each other, didn't have the same morals or the same personality, she never even said his name right. She was never all in. Yeah, I mean, I think they could have worked if they had been on the same page. Which if, they weren't. But if, if they, they had, had both come into it. married, they would have made it work. Yeah. But I think I think if they had both come into it being like, yes, we want we want to be arranged marriage. We want this to happen and not like Cece got into it because she felt like it was like she was desperate and it was her only option. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to please his parents. But if they had both come in and be like, yes, we want to be arranged. Like, we want to do this. There was multiple, like, moments throughout the show, like, their relationship 
when he was like being supportive of her and it's just like Cece was having a hard time opening up to him because mm-hmm. Cece didn't want this. But like I think they would have worked really well had they both been in the right place. Yeah, and it just seemed like they came from two different worlds, like how Cece had a like a complex when Robbie goes, Oh, she's such a nice girl. Like she's not and Chevron is. And that's why I don't think they would have worked because she needed to let go of that wild side and he is definitely a feet up on the couch, cup of tea, watching Gilmore Girls kind of guy. Like, Yeah, but I think they would have brought that out of each other. Yeah, maybe. So, like, he would have calmed her down a little bit and she would have, like, pulled it out of him yeah i don't know i kind of like them i don't know i don't know what it is i also I just really don't like schmidt right now so anything's better than cc and schmidt <laughs> yes yeah i don't i don't know i really don't like cc with anyone like Stephen amell the worst chevron <laughs> Not great. Robbie, no thank you. <laughs> like, I don't, I didn't like any of these people. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens when we keep watching because it's been a while mm-hmm. since I've rewatched New Girl, so I can't particularly tell you the details of how they got together. Cece and Schmidt. I know yeah. that they end up together and that they're married. And, like, I remember that they're cute when they're married. Mm-hmm. But the process of getting there from then on, I don't remember very well. It's tough. And I don't know. I wish we had gotten to see at least one decent guy. And I guess, like, Robbie and Chevron really were that guy. But, again, Robbie was just the puppy tagging along. And Chevron, he honestly was okay. I just... I don't know. I got a weird vibe off of him for sure. Yeah. I was looking to see what other relationships CC's been in, but those are basically all of them. Mm-hmm. And then Jess and Nick. <laughs> we talked about them a little bit already. I just love them. Oh my gosh. He went into a haunted house for her and then punched her in the face. (laughs) Yeah, Nick. He injures her at least twice. Nick is what I like want. Not like necessarily like Nick's personality and the fact that he's a bartender and that he doesn't do much. But the way he treats Jess is how I want a boyfriend to treat me. Yeah. He's all into Jess. He's respectful of her boundaries, but also is willing to challenge her and is also like, you are the most important thing to me. I prioritize you. Like, this is for you. I want to make you feel special. Mm-hmm. And he's very much the like, I hate everybody but you. But that's just because he's a grumpy old man, not because he's evil. <laughs> yeah. And I really like that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, 
He only injures her twice in this season. (laughs) (laughs) Let me be clear about that. And I think that's beautiful. I really think that's gorgeous. Um, let's see. Let's see. I love all of their heart-to-heart talks, whether they're best friends or whether they're dating. They always, like you said, he brings out the best in her and challenges her, and she does the same with him even before they're dating. They just want to see each other be happy. It's so nice. (laughs) They're so good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. One of my favorite scenes is when... um, This is probably one of my favorite episodes. The one where Nick gets a woman's coat. Is that episode 15, Cooler? Yeah. Because that's also one of my favorite episodes. Oh, yeah. I I think it's everybody's. It's one of the most exciting, best, well-written episodes. It's really fantastic. Um, that's where we meet Brenda Song. Love her. Um, they play True American Clinton rules. Yes. Everyone pick your intern. (laughs) I just, I love that for them. Um, My notes for that season are True American Clinton Rolls in all caps. And then OMG, is this the one where they kiss? Followed by (laughs) OMG, they kissed. (laughs) Yes. I wrote um, Jess is me home alone. Because she... (laughs) makes a human replica of Nick out of a melon and a jacket and some beer. (laughs) And she just like, she's running around. She's like, no bottoms, bottoms on top. I am a robot. (laughs) And just freaking out. And then someone's at the door and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. She calls everyone she knows she calls sam and leaves a message and is like sam i'm probably not dead but i probably am and then hangs up the <laughs> phone <laughs> like text cc 20 times um and calls nick and jess is like oh my gosh i'm freaking out and he's like stop you're literally the definition of a cooler right now and she's like nick I need you. And he just sighs and it just skips to them busting into the apartment and she almost kills them. And it's fantastic. It's that is so great. And then of course, Jess being a great best friend is like, let's play true American stripper version. And Let's get this girl's shirt off so Nick can be with her. (laughs) I love the episodes where it's just super chaotic and, like, everybody's doing everything at the same time. I know that those episodes are probably really hard to write. Yeah. But they're, like, like that one, the one with the bells from the first season, Mm -hmm. where there was, like, 
actively two high-paced things happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Also, ones where they fight are pretty great. Yeah. I also like the parking spot episode of this season. Yeah. That I just like the really ones good. where the gang is just, like, getting into shenanigans. Yeah, like Nick getting on a window ledge and almost dying. <laughs> Yes. What is the best season two friendship? Hmm. I have an answer for this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you wrote the question. You're right. But I, like, had an answer while I was watching the show. It's the same question that I asked last time. I know. Okay. I still think it's Nick and Jess. They're, like, they're really good in this season. But, like, in this season, they're really leading to romance the whole season. Yeah. So it's more of a slow burn friendship. So it's a little bit different than it was in the first season. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. I still greatly enjoyed it. But my favorite friendship of the season is Winston and Schmidt. I mean, they really didn't even get together that. Like, they had that whole episode where it was like, we can't be in a room alone because we don't know how to talk to each other. And so then they, like, have a whole thing. They have a whole shenanigan adventure. Um, There's, like, multiple. They're like, oh, we can't be in the same place together. He, Nick, Winston and Schmidt, like, go look for the lionfish together. Yeah. That was sweet. Winston, yeah. Winston's there for Schmidt in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And oh, then, that was funny. Yeah. And, like, they just really, Winston and Schmidt really team up this season because Jess and Nick spend so much time together. So, like, they're the only two left. There's also, they're together in the first date episode. They're, like, yep. teaming up on how to stop Jess. Be that's the one where they're like, oh, no, they can't, like, we can't be left alone without Nick. He's the glue. Yeah. He just, the season, Winston is to Schmidt that Jess is to Nick, where Jess is, like, the emotional voice of reason mm -hmm. to Nick and is, like, calm down, get your life together, figure this out. Winston does the same thing for Schmidt so many times. Mm -hmm. And this season, where's the one? Oh, no, never mind. That's the first date episode. So I think those two pairs are definitely the best because, like, Cece and Jess this season, they, like, hated each other. I know. This is not a good season for Cece and Schmidt. Or Cece and Jess. Yeah, like, Cece making Jess hang out with all of her model friends, that was awful. And them just not communicating that it was terrible. It was like they didn't even know each other. 
Jess was going to go along with the wedding. Yeah, this is just not Cece's best season <laughs> in general. No, it's not. She was having a lot of internal conflict. They really threw her under the bus, man. And it's just also, like, Cece exists because of Jess, and Jess spent most of the season with Nick. Yeah. Winston was also just really great in this season. He was so wise mm-hmm. this whole time. Anytime they needed somebody to say something reasonable, they were like, give it to Winston. <laughs> yes. Um... I really like that it kind of went full circle when um, when Jess broke up with Russell. The real reasoning was because there wasn't any passion and that's what Jess wanted. And so the biggest thing in episode 19 is they're constantly fighting Um And, of course, they're, like, about to make out, and they're just screaming at each other. And that is so incredible to me. Like, I I can't even comprehend that in real life, but the comedic aspect of that alone is so fantastic. It's really great. And then you get to see, like, This is what she wanted. They both love this. Yeah. Love couples that fight because they like it. Like fight as foreplay. Gross. But okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they're doing. You're not wrong. An aquarium the size of a sixth grader just broke and you're getting paper towels. (laughs) There are some quotes I just have to write down. I have so many quotes written down from the Bachelorette episode. One of like Shivering's like family members is like, "Who are you?" And Schmidt goes, "I'm Gerard Purdue. Who do you think I am, lady? I'm Schmidt." <laughs> I'm like Schmidt. Why would she know who you are? You're so dumb. One of my favorite quotes from this season and it is just because of the time we're living in it has nothing to do with anything else episode 13 there are people in life who you just want to be unpredictable like vice president joe biden (laughs) (laughs) they talked about the romneys in this season there's that whole time where schmidt pretended to be a romney and i was like Ah, yes. The Romneys. Big in 2012. Oh my gosh. This really... This episode does date itself, for sure. Oh my gosh. Episode 13 is the one where Robbie and Schmidt team up together. (laughs) Yeah. And there's just so many good lines in that one. Nick is like, please... Or Schmidt goes, Nick, please don't angry fix the sink. And he goes, I'm not angry fixing, I'm fixing. (laughs) He's like banging on the thing. <laughs> and then 
Robbie and Schmidt like go to the restaurant to spy on Cece and she like walks up to them and Robbie goes do you think she saw me and Schmidt goes well yeah and then she goes well do you think she saw me and then Robbie goes yeah you're not wearing a hat (laughs) (laughs) and then the best one well no there are two best ones Nate goes up to Jess at the end when she's angry at his dad and he's like, Jess, if you're going to mess with my sink, put on some goggles. Your eyes are twice the size of normal eyes. They're a bigger threat. <laughs> and then I would say Trojan horse, but in this economy. <laughs> I also, so a little bit of context. Um, I, over quarantine, um, as my as one of our mutual friends, our number one fan, Aubrey, was starting a new job, you know, full-time, big-person adult job, uh, I was like, hey, I saw this cat in the PetSmart, like, the little <laughs> window, and I really think you'd like it. It has one eye. It's really nice. And she's like, oh, okay, let's go see it after coffee. Two weeks later, she adopted this cat. We were trying to name it. Lots of different names. All very good. We landed on Apricot. Because when people don't have middle names, or I don't know their middle names, I put Apricot in the middle. Because you gotta put something there. And, uh... So that's how that happened. So... Episode 14, Nick suggests that their safe word is apricot (laughs) as they go spying on one of Jess's adult students. And Jess is like, no, I use that too much in my daily life. Like, I can't. No. (laughs) And he's like, why do you use that in your daily life? She's like, what else am I supposed to call them? Sweet tangy balls? (laughs) He's like. No, you cannot call them that, you idiot. <laughs> I, just, I sent that to Aubrey. And I was like, we can't call the cat sweet tangy balls. <laughs> she was a little upset. It's fine. <laughs> we love you, Aubrey. But I, we love Apricot more. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just cats can't compete with real people. No. They win every time. Especially one with one eye that's just amazing. I I'm don't... creating a petition to let my parents get a cat. Let my parent. I'm creating a petition so that my parents will let me get a cat. Yes. I should get an it's... emotional support cat. I have one picked out. No, but like a real one. Like a, like trained. I, I mean, you don't really train an emotional support animal. Oh. They just are. I guess you can so that they go places with you, but my friend has an emotional support animal and he just is. Oh. Well, if I knew that... You'd like. You just, like, go, and you can, like, 
you get paperwork for it. And you, like, go to a doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, you should get this. And they, like, fill out a form, and then you, like, fill it out. Huh. It's, like, for school specifically, you have to, like, go through a bunch of hoops so you can bring a cat into the dorms. Yeah. Or a dog or something. Okay. Well. But just, for the most part, animals are just supportive. They're emotional support. The more you know. (laughs) I was going to say that Nick and Schmidt in this season were kind of a mess. They just fought. Like, there were, yeah, there were multiple times where I wrote down in my notes, why are they even friends? Like, I don't. They literally were just, like, fist fighting every freaking episode. I don't even know. They had that whole episode where they celebrated their 10-year anniversary, and even in that episode, I was like, why are they friends? What's the point of this? I don't. Just, Schmidt was bad all around this season. Yeah. Schmidt and Cece were not it. That ain't it, Chief. They really just took the fall so that Nick and Jess could run. (laughs) Amen. And we appreciate them for that, but it was hard to watch. (laughs) Do you have anything else to say? Um, for anyone taking notes... I love rooftop hangouts. Please see High School Musical, Girl Meets World. Wait, when do they hang out on the roof in Girl Meets World? That's where Sean and What's-Her-Face get married. And they hang out on the roof on New Year's Eve. I know way too much about... New Year's Eve! (laughs) Yeah, my guy. Freaking New Year's Eve. They did New Year's Eve wrong. Riley should have ended up with Farkle. We can talk about that later. All I'm saying is, like, Nick was like, meet me on the roof. Like, uh, (laughs) I love that. Or, um... Uh, do people actually hang out on roofs or is that just like a thing that they do in tv shows gilmore girls logan and rory do do people in real life hang out on roofs they do it in how i met your mother all the time i want to do that i mean we both live in houses so we don't really have roofs i still want to do it people who live in apartments do you have a roof where you can hang out on I doubt it. It's probably that where people would for the do people. drugs, man. <laughs> so yeah, it's a big part. They have parties and how I met your mother on the roof all the time. And then Ted has so many heart-to-heart conversations on the roof. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That's Maybe just like such a sweet thing. Maybe it's just a New York thing. Maybe. Well, they live in L.A. and New Girl, but... Hmm. Anyway. Rooftop hangouts, yes. (laughs) Yeah, we dig it. 
Well, Taylor Swift is in this season. Our <laughs> queen. <laughs> Olaf and Taylor Swift. <laughs> the only people that matter. Yeah. Nick, Jess, Olaf, Taylor Swift. <laughs> now that's four people I would not have thought to be in one sentence, but <laughs> here we are. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, that's fine. <laughs> Anything else? Anything profound statements to say? No. That was very profound. Thank you for your contribution. I think it was important to note all of the other shows that have rooftop hangouts. And if you have any more to add to the list, please let us know. We're creating a rooftop hangout compilation. Yeah. We're going to rank them. <laughs> yeah. Number one being, can I have this dance from High School Musical 3? 1,000%. If it's raining... It's perfect. Even though it's completely ridiculous that she's wearing a dress that short to school. But that's not the point. Do they even have a dress code? Honestly. This is not. <laughs> we're, we're not here to talk about High School Musical. <laughs> you want to listen to people talk about High School Musical, please check out Bacon and Eggs. I was going to say that. <laughs> we should post another meme with that Troy format for this week. You got it. <laughs> Be on the lookout for that, listeners. Let's start Every week we post one meme. Season. Every week we post one meme, and it's that meme with different words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I have a really good one. Okay. Get ready for, for the, the meme. meme. Yeah. I'm excited. Would you like to close us out, Jade? Are we going to rank it? Oh, yeah. We do that. <laughs> hey. I <am laughs> Listen. I just need you to know that the tables have turned. I have lost my mind today. I have done... Almost nothing all day, except watch five, six episodes of New Girl. I went to class at one point. A mistake. It really was. I studied Greek in class. Because that's what you do. Okay, Jade, why do you rank this? <laughs> okay. I don't know... Why this note just says egg. <laughs> I don't either. What season? What episode? Nine. Interesting. What the heck? Sorry, my word has just decided to combust. Often. Same. I need a new computer. <laughs> Another quote I should mention. Nick, snare drum. I shouldn't have to specify. <laughs> when when Schmidt's like, drum roll, please. <laughs> Just cymbals. <laughs> and Nick does like a bass drum. And he's like, 
What the heck? So good. Episode 9 is called Eggs. That's the one where they take the fertility test. I really just wanted it to be a mystery. <laughs> I don't know why you wrote down that note. <laughs> just a singular egg. Just one egg. Egg. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, challenge, find my name in season two. Oh, it's a real challenge, boys. That's it. Okay. That's the I don't challenge. even know where that is. If you find it, you get a special gift from me. Not gift. Gif. <laughs> that is, is it all. Gonna be the, is it going to be the darkest timeline community one? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just depending on how I'm feeling that day. All right. What do you rank this? I actually knew what I was going to rank it. I just decided to keep talking just for consistency's sake. Did you? Did you really? Yeah. Five and a half. Five and a half. It's not that great. I mean, I'll give it a six just for the kiss. Because that... Like, when I watched that for the first time, I actually screamed. Like, because I was watching it on my laptop by myself in an empty house. It was embarrassing, to say the least. (laughs) I'm going to give it a 6.8. Don't roll your eyes at me, ma'am. You're... 0.8. That's a bunch of baloney. It's because it's worse than season one, which I give a seven to, but it's not so much worse that it warrants a 6.5. There I go, rolling my eyes again. (sighs) Do we need to fight? Yeah, dude, we're gonna scrap like freaking Schmidt and Nick, man. They just, well, like, slap each other. <laughs> I love that for them. So that gives this season a 6.4, which is 0.6 less than season one. Yeah, that sounds about right. So t- currently our new girl total is a 6.7. Because they're averaging all the seasons together. Yeah. And it'll get better. Season three is, I think, my favorite. So. I honestly barely remember them. The seasons after this. I remember season seven really well because I've watched that one not that long ago. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them barely remember. So we'll see what happens. Because usually I'm like, I'm going to rewatch New Girl. And then I get to this point and like halfway through season three and then I'm done. There's like two specific scenes and then one entire episode that get like seven points for me for next season. Like they're just incredible. Well, great. Yeah. I'm excited. 
I'm ready, man. Now do you want to take us out? <laughs> yeah, good lord. Did I forget anything else? I don't think so. Great. So if we missed it, both of us missed it. It's fine. Check us out on Twitter, on Instagram at Curly Critics Pod. Uh, check us out on freaking Gmail. Gmail us stuff. We like that. At curlycriticspod at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We like doing that. Not video. Never video. You don't know. Um, social media. We should create a Facebook. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I say that every week. I'm like, hey, we should make a Facebook. And then we never do. Uh, it's because I'm the old lady. And I'm busy. Okay. <laughs> I forget what I'm going to say every time I try and say this. Every time I say something that's scripted that I say every week, I forget how to say it. The Curly Critics are a proud member of the WBNE Network. The WBNE Network has eight great shows. One of which is Late to the Party, a D&D podcast. I don't know much about D&D. I just know that they're awesome. And that this podcast is awesome. Yeah. And here's a promo. Welcome to the city of Miami, the magic city. Lily, get down from there. You're going to get hurt. Hey, Alexa, play Thunder by Imagine Dragons. Hey, nice moves, kid, but uh, let's see how the old man swings with his daddy hammer here. Oh, God, please let this work, 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 work. What did I miss? Late to the Party, available every other Monday, wherever you get your podcasts, or on WBNE.org. Catch us next week as we talk Knives Out. Okay, thanks for listening, you guys. That was New Girl Season 2. We love you. Have an amazing week. Have a magical Monday. If it's not Monday when you're listening, have a magical Monday anyways. Don't... It's social constructs time and calendars and all that. Bye! Bye!